In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Genesis 9, verses 1 through 7, where I'll ask the question, should we worry about overpopulation? Genesis 9, verses 1 through 7 says, And God blessed Noah and his sons and said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. The fear of you and the dread of you shall be upon every beast of the earth and upon every bird of the heavens, upon everything that creeps on the ground and all the fish of the sea. Into your hand they are delivered. Every moving thing that lives shall be food for you. And as I gave you the green plants, I give you everything. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is, its blood. And for your lifeblood I will require a reckoning. For every beast I will require it, and for man. From his fellow man I will require a reckoning for the life of man. Whoever sheds the blood of man, by man shall his blood be shed. For God made man in his own image. And you be fruitful and multiply. Team on the earth and multiply in it. Many people have the question as to whether or not there is a limit to the number of people that the earth can rightly sustain. And this is a question that's brought about more by secular humanists than by believers. And the reason for that is simple. They see disparity in wealth and that sort of thing and think that, well, the best way to handle this problem is to reduce the number of people on the earth. But in the text of scripture, we see something that's a little bit different. We see that the Lord is providing for mankind and he has an expectation of mankind to grow and spread and expand all the way across the world. With this in mind, here are three thoughts from Genesis 9 verses 1 through 7 answering the question, should we worry about overpopulation? Thought number one, cultural mandate. The cultural mandate is this command of God to Adam and Eve at first, but also to Noah and his sons and daughters-in-law to fill the earth and subdue it. It's a command by God to maximize the amount of life, specifically human life, on the earth. And this runs directly counter to the cultural wisdom that many of us spout today about we need to control the amount of people on the earth and not overwhelm it. But the Lord told Adam and Eve and Noah and his children that that isn't true, that we have a responsibility as creatures to maximize the number of people here on the planet because the Lord has provided for us. And this cultural mandate, the command to fill the earth and to subdue it, is one that I believe is still binding upon us, that we should deliberately and purposefully have children for the purpose of expanding the human race because people are innately valuable. Thought number two, abundant food. Consider for a moment the scenario that Noah finds himself in. He has just come off of the ark where they were penned up for so long. And when he comes off, imagine what the world would be like. It's not going to be flush with huge amounts of life. In fact, it's all sort of resetting because there's been this worldwide cataclysmic flood that is destroying all of life from the face of the earth. And it's in this scenario that the Lord says to Noah, you have had in the past all of the plants that you can eat, and now you can have all of the creeping things, all of the animals, all of the fish, all of the birds. You can eat all of this. All of it is there for your food. 
There's going to be abundant food for you. And it's a promise that God is giving to Noah and his family that there is going to be provision for them. That the Lord is going to make sure that they have enough to eat so that way they'll have confidence that they can go about this work of filling the earth and subduing it. Think about it for a second. If you are starving, you're going to be more inclined to reduce the number of people that you're creating with your wife. You're going to reduce the number of children that you're having. But the Lord says that they should eat and eat not just the plants, but they should eat the animals and the fish and the birds too, because he's giving them all of this food to eat. And it's a picture of how he is providing for them all that they need in order to fulfill the cultural mandate. Thought number three, value of life. After the Lord gives them this cultural mandate and he tells them that they have this ability to eat all of this food, he tells them that you can eat the animals, but you can't eat the lifeblood that's in the animal because that lifeblood is representative of their life. And life is innately valuable. And he tells them even further that he is going to demand an account of every animal that kills a human because human life is the epitome of valuable life. So even if an animal kills a human, the Lord is going to make an accounting take place for that person's life. And it's also true if a man kills another man, that if you kill somebody, that you have violated this great command of God to respect the life of other people. Because human life is of fundamental value because man has been made in the image of God. And this is something that so many of us have missed. So many of us have failed to realize that the Lord has placed us at the pinnacle of creation, that he has made us special in a way that nothing else in creation has been made, that his very image has been given to us and to us alone. And this is why we have been granted dominion over all things. And this is why we have such great value in the world. It's because the Lord has made us special and our lives are of significant importance. So no, we don't need to worry about overpopulation. Instead, we should worry about underpopulation. Maybe we aren't having enough children. Maybe we should have more children because life, particularly human life, is of fundamental value. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Genesis chapters 8 through 11. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the description, or by joining the Facebook group Through the Bible, where we are reading the text of Scripture together.